So recently, I've been extremely picky about the candles that I keep around the house. A lot of home fragrances don't really smell natural. They're not really sweet and have a lot of chemicals. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and just toxicity in the air, that has changed the way that I select the candles that I keep in my house. And that's why I'm so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option without giving up high-quality fragrance that smells amazing. The candle industry has a major problem, which is almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year in almost all of them. And I mean all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next one million years. That's right. A million. Insane. But Notes Candles has created a solution. They have a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again and again and again. So you don't become a part of the problem. And it's so easy to use. The candles are made with fragrance wax beads. So all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable Notes jar, fill it up with wax beads, enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours, and then do it all over again. And you're ready for a new one. And you don't have to settle for less exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of almost 13 fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina that are insane. I have a few of these here. Me and Jordan have been using them and I love it. Me and Jordan both are really big candle users, ironically, and so we can't get enough of this. And they have all these interesting one-of-a-kind fragrances like oak milk, vanilla, pepperwood, potassio, rose water all of them are amazing so be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality fragrance by making the switch to notes you can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash just different right now notes is giving our listeners 15 percent off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using code just different just use code just different when placing your order that's code just different at notescandle.com dot com slash just different all right but you good let's go all right y'all know what it is it's your boy d starks the starks artist and you're tuned in to the just, just different thing. podcast yes, sir. where we talk everything faith life and culture we glad y'all back for real real talk we love this this ep6 something like that something like that yeah that sounds good <laughs> that sounds good it's crazy we already got 60 piece out it's Man. it's felt like a lifetime real but talk like, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, what, what we what we letting people know about today? What's what's going on? We gonna let y'all know a little more about us, right? It no, because it's crazy. We really went five EPs, and we strangers. We strangers. <laughs> y'all don't know a single thing about us. Like we even I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I just assumed y'all just knew who we was. Like I don't we know just, what it was. We just stepped on the scene. We were just two random guys talking just to a camera, trying to pour into y'all lives. <laughs> No, because um, we had put a poll out on Instagram yep. asking, like, what y'all want to hear from us, like, in future EPs or whatever. And a lot of people had said, yo, yeah. somebody said, like, yo, can y'all do a Q&A? We don't know nothing about y'all. <laughs> we don't know who y'all are. We had a couple comments like that. Right. And talking about, like, um, or discussing our testimonies and how we came to God and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was thinking about it. And it's funny. Jordan texted me. He was like, bro, like, we really strangers to them. <laughs> They don't, <laughs> they don't know us at all. And I was like, that's facts. That's crazy. Nah, but look, long overdue, but, yeah. you know, testimony service is open. It is. Testimony service is open. This is a proper introduction. So, no, let's get straight into it, though. Let's get into it. Ooh, bang, bang. All right. So, first of all, 
We got this a lot. This question a lot. But we are brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I saw saw that in the comments on TikTok a lot. Yeah, we yeah. we're brothers. We are brothers. We're related. I'm I'm the oldest. Yeah. I'm yeah, okay, let's clear it up. I'm Darren. I'm the oldest. I'm what 19. You, what you mean by that? What you mean? You said it's clear. Why is it clear that you're the oldest? No, I said, let's clear it up. Let's make sure oh, it's the, the scene is straight. Like, oh, I thought you were saying, like, it's clear that I'm the oldest. I was like, what you mean? Like, Bro, I got good. a beard and everything. You good. All right, you good. You good. You good. He, yeah, he's 19. I'm 18. So we're a year apart. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm a sophomore in college right now. I go to I go to Hanover College, which is like this small private school in Indiana. Um, but yeah, so I'm attending there at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I am a freshman. I go to Ivy Tech Community College. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with community college. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it at all. We in the same boat. You you going? You know? Yeah, you go to community college. Yeah, so we both live in like New Albany, Indiana, which is like we we always say Louisville, Kentucky, because like nobody knows where our town is. It's just a small town. Like it's a no name. But basically, yeah, we we still gonna say Louisville, Kentucky. That's like the the basic answer we gonna give y'all. It's right across the bridge. Yeah, we right across the bridge. So it's real New Albany, Indiana. Um, born and raised, lived here our whole yeah, life for real. Yeah, basically. We missing anything else? Uh, Somebody ask us for our height. For what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you need that? I'm not, let, I'm not. I'm not letting them know though, because I'm low-key Like I'm not five short, ten. but I'm five ten. I was gonna say six five. Be, be ri- I'm actually six three. <laughs> <laughs> You're good for the ladies listening. I'm six four and growing. Nah, nah. But yeah, so we are. We are both related. Both, ooh, I can't talk. Both related yeah. um, brothers and live in New Albany, and uh, yeah, what a, nineteen what a, eighteen college students, and yeah. So let's get straight into it though, because y'all asked about like the testimonies and stuff. Yeah, so. for, for the people in, how'd you how'd you come to the Lord? Uh, how'd you <laughs> how'd you come to the Lord? You want me to give you like a full rundown? <laughs> <laughs> get them the story, brother. Testimony, man. That's okay, testimony okay. Service. So we're gonna start about freshman year because I feel like. The time before that, I kind of like. I don't know if it's just you or what. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like as I'm getting older, like I forget a lot of like my memories from like younger ages. No, that's facts. That makes sense. So we're gonna but start like, freshman year. Okay, all right. I feel like before then, I really didn't have any like encounters with God. Really, uh, I um, guess that's a part of the story though. Like we can start from like the the very beginning, like your upbringing. You know what I mean? Like going to church every Sunday. What it was that like? So go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, good. Yeah, so we've uh, actually been going to church since a very young age. Our parents have always been very involved with their faith and in the church, so we've definitely been going to church since, like, the day we were born. Um, yeah, and I actually do remember feeling the presence of God one time. I was, like, seven or eight. I don't remember exactly. I was, like, six, seven, or eight, one of those two. And I remember we were at Praise Covenant. I'm not sure if you remember that, but um, I remember I was crying. I don't know if it's just me, but every time I feel the presence of God, it's like I just can't help but cry. It's just such, like, a comforting like presence and feeling, I just cry every single time. So I was crying, and they were telling me to say Jesus, 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 and I keep repeating it because they were talking about how they thought I was going to get the gift of tongues. At the time, I know what they were talking about. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm telling you, I'm like six or seven. I have no idea what they're talking about. They're like, you're going to get the gift of tongues. Keep saying Jesus, 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 Jesus. So I was saying, <laughs> and I was crying too. So I was like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So I was doing it. Unfortunately, I never, I never uh, started speaking in tongues, but I remember that very vividly when I was like seven or eight. And then, <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we've been going to church our whole lives. So oh wait, and dang, it's low key gonna be disorganized. We'll we'll try to keep it organized as possible. But somebody that? asked like if we had like we we're a part of like a particular domination or anything like that. Oh, which 
We're not. No. Like we go to All Nations Louisville. Yeah. All Nations Worship Assembly Louisville. Um that's our home church. Our pastor, his name is Josh Hart. Shout out Josh. Shout out Josh pastor Hart. Josh. Pastor Josh Hart. Um and yeah, but it's a non denominational church. Yeah. Um we just simply believe in all sixty six books of the Bible. But go S- ahead. Go simple ahead. as that. But yeah. Uh so back to my story. So from that gap from like eight to freshman year, um, I felt like for me personally to fill that void inside myself, well, basically, let me start off by saying this. No one ever taught me that God was more than just going to church every Sunday. Mm. So when I encountered him that one time, I thought, like, that I didn't think anything of time it. you could do it. Yeah, that's what I thought. So no one had ever went into depth about teaching me about how God was deeper than that, how it was a relationship. And mm-hmm. so I just, just went on living my life, right, <laughs> going to church every week, just living, trying to fit in. Um for me, trying to fill that void was with girls. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I was that guy. I was a player. <laughs> he was uh, in the DMs, yo. <laughs> he was in the DMs trying to slide. I, Let me I'm tell you. honest with y'all. That's what I did to try to fill that void inside of me. You know, some people use, you know, video games, yeah. drugs, other, you know, whatever they use. But I tried to use girls. And freshman year, I just got out of a really long relationship. And I remember feeling, like, so depressed for, like, a couple months. Mm. And I remember thinking, like, there has to be more did to break life. Your heart? I, you could, yeah, she did. Go so, ahead, <laughs> something like that, something like that. But uh, yeah, I remember feeling very depressed for like a couple months after that. And I remember just thinking, like, there has to be more to life than this. I feel like I was just waking up every day, and those couple months just felt like one continuous day. It was the same thing every mm-hmm. single day. That's just the mindset I was in. I remember thinking, like, there has to be more than this, right. like. This is miserable. No way I'm going to live the rest of my life like this. So, and actually, so freshman, that was freshman year, basically. That sums up my whole freshman year. And then that summer is when we started going to All Nations. Right. That's when we moved church to All Nations Louisville, the church we're at now. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but it was one of the first times we were visiting. And we were, it was during service. And I remember feeling that familiar presence, bro. I started mm-hmm. breaking down, crying in the middle of the service. But the funny thing was, like, it wasn't during, like, the, typic- the typical time, like, mm-hmm. at altar call it was in the middle of the sermon no one else was like doing anything i was just crying he was talking i was bawling and um because i just felt that familiar feeling again and then um just throughout the process of going to that church i started learning more from my pastor about like the kingdom of god and the how it works and stuff and that's when i really started digging into god like oh there's more to this Mm -hmm. than just going to church every week right and that's when i started becoming exposed to different knowledge and new wisdom um and that's really what the catalyst for that whole process um and it was different from before like i said i try to use girls to fill that void with with that it was like it was the puzzle piece. It didn't necessarily fit, but I was trying to twist it around each and every way to try to fit it fit it into the piece. But with God, it was like that was the missing piece. It fit perfectly. I didn't have to try to twist it around. I didn't have to try to push it in there. It Perfect. perfectly was placed there it perfectly. The and that's when I knew, like, this is it. Like, this is what I've been missing. That was that feeling. There has to be more than this. This is what that is. That's so, what I was longing for. That's, that's, that's powerful, bro. I don't yeah. think I've actually really, like... Had heard you explain that before. That's really that's that's powerful. For yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I guess I'll go next. So basically, we kind of have like a similar story. Really, we kind of actually. It's funny. Really, I say like gave our lives to God, 
and came into like our faith kind of at the same time really because yeah. it was when we transitioned churches when it both happened for us so i'd say like similarly like as i grew up you know elementary middle school our yeah. parents like you said were very involved ministers it was one of those things to where like if we were under this house you were going to church every sunday yeah right and so it was like i believed in god but i didn't know why Ooh. i was a christian but my belief had no exactly substance behind yeah, it it had yeah. it had nothing to hang it on it was yeah. just something that i said something i felt like i was obligated to. yeah yeah obligated that's a good word say. obligation that's yeah. what it felt like and so i i never really knew why i believed it was just something that i said and so yeah you know time goes on that was basically really my my testimony for the for the most part and then something changed sophomore year that's crazy bro why does it always start with a girl it's always <laughs> It always got so always with a relationship. <laughs> Man, go listen to EP3. <laughs> go right now. Exit this one. I'm giving you permission. Come back. Oh, they was cute. They couldn't pray, though. You feel me? She but could anyways, not pray. Um, she couldn't pray for not even 30 seconds, bro. Chill, chill. Chill, chill, chill. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was kind of had got out, like, out of, like, kind of like a shaky relationship my sophomore year. But I'm honestly, bigger than that, my identity was tied to basketball. I played sports my entire life and basketball was a That's big good. part of like who I was yeah. and like what I saw in my future. So during that time of sophomore year, basketball became my idol. Ooh. You talk about the missing piece, that was the thing that fulfilled me. Yeah. That was the thing that completed me. Like I said, that, every, everyone uses different things. Yeah, sports, and that, that yeah. was that was the like the what what I used to feed my esteem mm. and who I was. Yeah. And so during that time, it was like that that relationship with basketball became rocky because I was I was putting everything I was in the hands of a game, of a of a coaching staff, of, yep. of, of fans, yep. of of student sections, of criticism of those around me, and so that all fell apart. Yeah, it all fell apart. And I think honestly, I'm glad it it was all part of playing because I feel as if I think people I feel like you've heard it before, but anything you exalt above God, He has to tear down. I've heard, yeah, he I've heard he has to anything you put a, above him, it 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 has to go. It has to. It'll never work. And so to, I think yeah. that's really what happened. Basketball was my idol, and that it broke me. Like that season was just like really bad, like bad for me. And at the time, like like I said, that was my everything. So I felt like I was like like you said, the next few months after like that season and the latter part of my sophomore year was just like one big day. Really, I really don't remember much. I was That's literally all. going through the motions, exactly, simply bro. existing. Yeah. Like I was like, w- like, what is my meaning? What is like my purpose? What I'm really meant to do? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, what's next? So I just, I really felt this void, and so during that time, as Jordan mentioned, we had transitioned to a new church, yep. and so I remember we had this conference, and this was the summer. So I had. Basketball ended. I went through the summer kind of feeling, like I said, going through the motions, uh, a big void. And in August, they had this conference for the youth. And we had gone to the church for about two or three months. I was getting more into my faith at that time, pretty more like engaged and stuff. But that conference, for whatever reason, did it. Like I felt something in my spirit that like this was going to be it. Like Mm. this conference is going to be the moment. And so I remember, I've ever remember, I don't know why, y'all, but two weeks before then, praying like god like i know that you're real it was was one of those like like i have faith i have belief but like help my unbelief basically 
help my unbelief. Like, I'm going through the motions. I don't want to feel this anymore. Exactly. I don't want to carry this weight. Exactly. Like, I need you to take it. I remember praying that, like, two weeks before the conference. Like, I don't know what you have to do, but I need you to show up. Yeah. Mm. You That's have good. to. It's powerful. Um, so I remember I prayed that, and I literally didn't pray again for the next two weeks. <laughs> I just kind of, like, live life. Yeah. Um, but I remember the conference came, and I came in with so much expectation. Mm. So much expectation because I believed God was going to do something. I didn't know why. That's so good because he moves on the expectation, though. Mm. He will always move on the expectation. If you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. Simple as that. He will. And so, like, that's what that was. I came with so much expectation that he was going to move and do something radical. I didn't know what it was going to be. And that was the first time that I actually, like, participated, like, in worship and was engaged and wanted him to move in my life. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget it, bro. Like, August 4th, 2018, um, like you said, I felt the presence of God, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and that I had, like, that tangible moment of, like, his presence, and that that was the moment I realized, like, yo, like, he's real. Yeah. Like, that, it, it was that, one of those moments no one can take away from you. Like, no one moment. can tell me, like, no one can tell me that he's mm. not real. Not after that, mm. that you don't get that, that type of experience yep. from anywhere else. Yep. And so he sh- he showed up um, and wrecked my life, uh, and I- I've never been the same since. So ever since that conference, um, yeah, life changed for me. I had like that. I knew why I believed. Mm. I found my why. Found why. I found my why. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it was a puzzle piece that fit and put everything into place for me. Exactly. Um, and not- nothing was the same on my Drake. <laughs> <laughs> on that jersey tip <laughs> nothing was the same but so yeah like i would say like after that moment really when i started walking with god yeah. I, I believed and i was at that point doing life with him as well um but yeah that, that's really that's really kind yeah. of yeah and it's it crazy you were talking about how um our process has sort of started at the same time essentially but i don't know if you realize this but like you were like and even till this day but you were a really big role model especially at first because it was like I saw you really walking with God, like you were saying, mm. and I felt like I was becoming more established, but I wasn't like all in yet. Mm. And when I, I saw you going all in, you were reading every day, like, bro, I saw you in the, in the room reading every day, praying every day. Then I was like, yeah, you were sort of like that, that role model for me. I was like, oh yeah, I got to get on my stuff. And that's when I started reading every day, praying every day. I was like really diving in. So yeah, that's crazy, bro. Cause I, I felt that you, you were that for me whenever I was like falling away from God. Mm. I that's, love you, bro. Yeah, that's, that's that's crazy. Crazy. Like, no, seriously. That's like crazy. I feel like and one of the questions is how do you deal with backsliding as a Christian? But I remember like at some, some point in my walk, I lost my fire, mm. but you were, you were still committed. Mm. You were still going. And mm. so seeing you what in, in the living room and the dining room, praying and with your bible open that held me more accountable mm. that kept me going and like yo like it's time to pick this up like yeah. you know we like, really holding each other accountable without we, even knowing no, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> iron sharp is iron bro always bro but also how would you say because one of the questions um that they asked is how would you say your life had changed after so yeah how much did your life change after like you really started living for god like what did that look like um if someone asked me why i woke up every morning i would have an answer for them Mm. that that's my that's essentially my answer to that question prior to that if someone had asked me that question 
I would That's simply so not good. have an answer. That's so good. But with like when I started walking with God, every day I woke up you on purpose. I had a purpose. On purpose. I'm gonna start tearing up. My <laughs> <laughs> bro. I felt that you're living on purpose. Yes. It was like I don't know how to explain it. It was like I, I just had a reason. I had a why. It felt like every single day there was a new purpose to tackle, so a new new something I got, you know what I'm saying? Um, you had yeah. li- life had meaning. I had something again, to live for. Or for the first for. time. Yeah, really. And it wasn't something that was just temporary. Mm, no, not at all. That's but yeah, that's, that's what my life looked like. I felt like I woke up every day and I had more initiative. Mm-hmm. I felt like... Um, I I, I want to be a light. It wasn't like I need to. It was like it was like I wanted to, you yeah, know. Desire for it. Yeah, yeah, I had the desire for it. It wasn't like I had to force myself to do it. It's like I woke up today. I was like, I want to put a smile on someone's face. Facts. And, I, and ooh, because that's what happens, bro. It, it pours out of you. Mm. <laughs> it comes out, and I I would say the same thing. I felt when I came into Christ. Honestly, like I would say, like the first three months afterwards, I. Well, specifically, like, I was so much more bolder in my faith. 100%. I was, I was, I was extremely bold in my faith, and it was something I was completely unashamed about because yeah. it was like, God, you, I owe you everything. Everything. I, I owe you everything. 100%. It was like, and so there was ooh. no words. There was no criticism. There was no gossip. There was no chatter that could push me from. At, <laughs> at all. The thing that brought me out. At all. <laughs> At all, because you just think of that image like you pulled me out of that place. I don't care what they have to say. I don't. I don't care. You pulled me out of this. My life is yours. It's yours completely. <laughs> my my life isn't what they say it is. My life isn't what they think. My life is yours. Bro. I don't. <laughs> not, yeah, so yeah, I definitely say that after I got. Oh, what the <laughs> heck? Um. Yeah, after I got saved and really started walking with God, that was the biggest difference. Like, my boldness in my faith. And like yeah. you said, like, my desires began yeah. to change. I know we mentioned it, I think, in the other EP or before, but, like, you know, his desires became mine. Yeah, exactly. And that that was the crazy part. And I lost the taste for the things that used to fulfill me. Mm-hmm. I lost I lost the, the, the desire and the, I don't know, like, this longing to be a part of the things that I used to, like, you know, long for. Mm. And so... That was a big. That was the biggest thing for me, and so how would you say your mind change and habits? Because that was another question. So how much did your mind change, habits, and what did God do for you after? Um, how much did my mind and my habits change? Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, especially like after after that feeling you said that you got that that feeling is like I know God is real, like and no one can take that from you. After that moment i felt like i had more of an initiative and more of like a you know initiative to do what i needed to do right and i felt like i needed to capitalize on that mm. so wait what was the question i totally <laughs> how like, did your mind change and your habits <laughs> okay uh my habits uh like i said okay so i'm trying to put it into words that makes sense your mind when you grow closer to god your desire his desires become yours but you still have to walk it out. Mm. It's not just like a one and done, like, oh, his desires are mine. Now I won't feel any pull from anything else. That's good. That's not how it works. That's good. You're still going to be tempted. Mm-hmm. You're still going to 
here and there want to do certain things and go back to the way things were. But that part, um, that part. you have to put God on his throne. Because I think um, even after that moment that I was saved, I still had other idols in my life. Anything that you put before God is an idol. Anything that you're giving more time and energy to more than God is an idol. Anything you take your pain to is an idol. Anything can be an idol. I don't think people realize that. It's not because what I thought is the idol is like, oh, I'm worshiping to a statue. No, an idol can be the television. Idol could be your phone. The idol can be a friend. I, we posted this other day, but if social media is the idol, my time is a burnt offering. Anything can be an idol. So I think what I had to do is put God on the throne. No more idols. I had to put away all the idols. And once I did that, that's when that process really started of my mind changing. So that, to answer that question, that's how I mm-hmm. changed my mind. I had to be deliberate about it. Yeah, a lot of it was God giving me his desires, but I still had to take that step. God's not going to ever take the step for you. It's your you got to move. You know what I mean? He'll that's, guide you. He'll direct you. But you got to take those steps at the same time. So that's fine. That's really good. No, and I say for me, what that looked like is I remember um, after I got saved, unintentionally, I went on a fast. Mm. Not not a uh, not like the typical fast in terms of like no food or water, but I went on a like a social media fast. Yeah. Because I found myself, after I had that moment with God, mm. like a week later, them temptations were still creeping back. Mm. I was still going back to yeah, it. And so I was like, on, I, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not. Exactly. I refuse. Exactly. And so like unintentionally, it was like, okay, like I want to remove every barrier that is, mm, I want to remove every barrier that is disrupting my intimacy with God. Mm. And so at that time, it was like, I want to give all my time, my focus and energy to him. Mm. And so what I did was, like, I deleted my social media, y'all. And I mean, like, not the app. I deleted my accounts. Mm. Like, I was a ghost, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. I, and it, it was like, it wasn't like I just wanted to go off the grid or anything, but it was genuinely like, God, you have my life. Mm. And I won't, I won't let anything yeah. disrupt this. I will not. And so that that's what it looked like for me. Like, it was really like a strong like discipline so i started with yeah. like that you know kind of like that fast of like detoxing myself from mm-hmm. like just always being on like media and hear what yeah. every everyone else had to say and tapping in to what he was saying that's good that's good removing what everyone else had to say and tapping in to what god was saying and so that that's what it looked like for me in terms of changing my mind was like what we talked about we talked about it before but taking like just practical steps every day to getting in my word and letting you know his word shape my world letting his world his excuse me letting his word shape my world letting his words become my foundation so i was coming and now wanting to approach life through a kingdom perspective yeah Everyone approaches and sees life through different lenses. Yeah. And you have the ability to choose which lens you're going to see it through. Some people see it through a Democratic lens, a Republican lens, a conservative lens, a, a liberal lens, a uh, uh, your own personal lens, your own personal preferences, yeah. desires, through, your, uh, through the lens of your flesh and what you want to do. But you have to step into or get to the point to where the lens – and perspective you're looking at life at is through the word yeah. and what he's saying. Yep. And so you had to answer that question. Like, that's kind of how my mind changed. It was yeah. like, kind of like 
through that through that fast, like indirectly, I really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, sort of just, it, was, yeah, it was just like a byproduct yeah. of like my yes, really. Um, and so, yeah, then like letting, like I said, his word shape yeah. my world. And that's how my habits start to change because I was living according to him and not my own desires or what the world was trying to tell yeah. me. So that's that's really what that looked like. We offer uh, no resistance. Yes. So this was a this is a really good question. Y'all really y'all went off. I appreciate y'all. These are really good questions. Uh, so the next question was, um, how do you? Well, no. What advice would you give to new Christians? So people mm. who you know are just stepping and giving that yes to God, like yo. Hmm. You gonna go first? You wanna take it first? Because mm. I. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have something, I feel like I have I had an answer right away, but it's like I'm kind of like finding the words. Yeah, so I, I would say like, man, this is there's so much. But I would say like one of the biggest things is that you you get saved at the altar, but there's still work to do. That's crazy because I was thinking that, no, no, but you, you put it into the perfect word. Deliverance may happen at the altar, That's but so discipline good. must take place at home. That's so good. Deliverance may happen at the altar, but discipline must take place at home. And so whenever you do come to God, your spirit's saved, but your desires don't magically disappear. And so I think that we have this misconception, and I did, coming to God that, oh, snap, I'm saved. Now no temptation will try to, you know— like ensnare me yeah. to come back to the life right. that I was. But the crazy thing is it probably comes stronger when it, you start living for God. It does. It does. And so that's, a, I guess, advice, not even, I guess that would be advice or like just like a nugget and like perspective is that there's still work that needs to be done. Yeah. You have to work out your soul salvation. salvation. We mentioned this before, but I, I got to reiterate because it's so important. Like God wants your soul. He he wants your soul. Your spirit is already saved. Yeah, that's done. So so your soul is what's at stake. That's why it says in the Bible, "He who wins souls is wise, not he who wins spirits." Your spirit's saved in an instant. So the battle's over your soul. God soul. wants your mind, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Yep. Like it's, that's it, good. It, you know what I mean. So the discipline takes takes place at. Deliverance may happen at the altar, but discipline must take place at home. So there's still steps that need to be that need you have to take after you leave the four walls. Yeah. To get closer to him. And I say I would say another thing along those lines is that I think I put it down, but basically in terms of like walking out your faith, it's practical in execution, but spiritual in nature. Does that make sense? It does. It's practical and execution, but yeah. spiritual in nature. So don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. When you're walking, you're exactly. coming into Christ, it's like, we me- we mentioned in other piece, EPs, but like, it's really, it's a relationship. So staying in communication, praying, that's reading, good advice. reading your word, surrounding yourself with the right people. It's not anything that's like rocket science. Exactly. Like we try to make it so complicated. People have like this anxiety and this fear of like, am I doing it right? Like there's a right way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's not, you know what I mean? So like yeah, yeah. I would say don't overcomplicate it. Exactly. Like that's genuinely that's make God your best friend. Uh, make him incorporate him into your life and make him Lord. That's good. 
So that's a, I, those are a few things that I kind of I had not said. What advice would I give to a new believer? Um, I would say nobody is exempt from pain and suffering. Mm. Once you are born into this world, that is inevitable. That is something that you will always experience. The be- <laughs> That oh, people think that like when you come to God, all your problems will go away, and it's a common misconception. The rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. They don't like that gospel. They don't like it. Says that in the same Bible we're reading. They don't like that gospel. It says it. The rain falls on the righteous. And the unrighteous. I'm so glad you brought that scripture. I kind of forgot about that, Jim. That's good. So it's it's not if the rain will come. It's your response to it and who you have walking you through the storm. It's about (laughs) your response to it and ultimately who you have walking you through the storm. That's what it's about. That's what makes the difference. The rain's there, but God's with me. It will always be there. Yeah, so um, that's good. Um, yeah, so that's that's my advice for new believers, because uh, I think it's a common misconception, and a lot of people walk away from God in the church because they think that, oh, when I come to God, all my problems are going to be solved, and then they get hit with, they get hit with that family death, they get hit with that that car wreck, whatever what is happening, they they're getting hit with all the stuff, and they're like, you talking, bro? And they're like, oh, I thought this thing, I thought all my problems would go away. It's like, no, that's not what it is. The rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. Ooh, but you're just... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to put it to it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And we're, we're, and we're not saying that, like, you come to Christ and your life's just not going to be good no, at all. No, no, But, like, these struggles and these problems will present themselves. But you'll, you know, but you have, you'll have peace you'll through it. You'll have peace them. through it. Yeah, that's what it would, You'll have peace through it. You'll have like God, like God guiding you, guiding exactly. you, and giving you what you need to overcome these battles exactly. that do present that that will present themselves at some point. That's right? what's different. It's it's just like the walk without God. You're just walking alone, going through all these issues. No no security. No uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of it. But it's like with God, it's like he's he's with you. Mm-hmm. He's guiding you through it. He's giving you peace through it. He's giving you strength through it. And life with him is better than life without exactly so yeah like the problems won't necessarily like cease they won't cease that's what that's our point that i'm not saying like you have necessarily more problems at all but like they will like at some point present themselves yeah it's like the the problems and issues don't change but you do that, that's what it is mm. and who Ooh, that's good that's that's really good that's fire um Nah, yeah. So I, yeah, I think that's that's it. We well, not, well, not for us. Like, uh, there's not more questions. But I'm trying uh, to talk for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we already had 32 minutes. Um, but no, yeah. So I guess we can talk a little bit about just different now. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So like, this kind of goes along with the testimony. So we, we, um, like I said, kind of like really both started walking it out at the same time. Yeah. We come to All Nations Worship, All Nations Worship Assembly, Louisville, which is our church and still currently is. Um, and our youth pastors give us this idea. They're like, yo, y'all should start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so, like, for some of y'all, because we got some new, you know what I mean, people that just jumped yeah. on the train. But we've been doing Just Different for a minute. We have, like, the whoa, three <laughs> years. So long ago. <laughs> no, three we, years. Bro, we've had these bracelets for a long time. Yeah, low-key, yeah, yeah. We do got bracelets. Um, 
so yeah our, our youth pastors came to us like yo y'all should really start a youtube channel we think it'd be dope and we were like we kind of like all in really at that yeah. point it was like we just want to two kids want to spread the gospel yeah that's that's all it was and so we started a YouTube channel, um, I want to say 2018, 2019, probably. Sounds, yeah, um, like and so we did that for a while. But it was it was more like, I guess, a hobby. Like, we were kind of, like, just inconsistent yeah, very with inconsistent it and all that good it. stuff. Um, but it's something that we still are passionate about and that we did. Um, and we sold, we had merch. We sold shirts yeah. at the time. Like We, we, sold, we actually had two shirts that we, we uh, put out and sold. Um, like, obviously, we had, like, the bracelets and things yeah. like that. So it was a great experience, and I think that like we really had a lot of impact like yeah. while we were in high school with, yeah. while, we, while we did it. Um, so that's kind of like how just different was born. Like it was literally our youth pastors coming to us, and we like the next week we sat down, we got the logo together, yeah. like the mission statement, how we wanted to do it, the shirts, and yeah, just kind of like went from there. Went all in. Yeah. So I think we did that for like a year, 2019, then like 2020, we kind of just. Off that the was grid. like our backslide year, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Off the grid. Yeah, we just we just kind of stayed stagnant. We just kind of like you know not really walking in purpose at that time. So it kind of like took the back burner. Yeah. Um, the 2021 rolls around, and I just had like this feeling in me that like yo, it's time. Mm. I don't know what it was. Like I don't know if y'all can relate to it. I know some of y'all can, but there was something in my spirit telling me, yo, D, purpose is calling. Yeah. Future is calling. Exactly. It's now. Stop. You don't have more time. You don't. You don't have more time. And so. You can't afford to waste anymore. Not at all. And so that drove me to a lot of action. And then we started getting, we were just like sat down like, yo, like we should do a podcast. Yeah. Like it would be a lot. We were already doing that. Like just talking to a camera. Yeah. Like, let's just make, make the podcast happen. And yeah, we really just like doing what God told us. Like we had words. I know spoken over my life specifically just saying like the manifestation of like what's happening right now mm-hmm. with it. And so I knew it was something that God was calling us to do. Yeah. So yeah, in June we got all the like supplies and everything, the equipment and you know, July we kinda like started planning a bit more. And August it's like, yo, we we're getting to it. Yeah. We no 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 more like putting it off, procrastinating, <laughs> like we're gonna actually step into it. And so yeah, like that's kinda like how it really started. This difference been kinda going for a while now. Yes, with the podcast yes. is like just new, just like an extension of what we already been doing. And so that's really kind of how it all started was like, you know, with our youth pastors mm-hmm. like three years ago. Exactly. Yeah. I remember when we, um, when you had got the mics and everything and we couldn't figure out how this works and we pushed it off for like three <laughs> weeks. Yeah, I got the, I got the mics and all the equipment. We didn't know how to use any of it. <laughs> no, when I say like we waited like three we weeks, did. like two, three weeks. So we just didn't know how to make it work. Cause I'll be honest with you, the, my mindset at the time, I was like, I'm not even trying to fool with it, bro. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like what's going on it, it was crazy yeah but i'm glad we finally like started it bro no yeah for real and so i guess yeah do I, it anyway do it i'm telling y'all like we don't get on here or we post anything that we're not living or god right. hasn't told us it was like, a when do i say it anyway yes like when we say it we mean it because we're like living testaments to that yeah. i say do it anyway the how is up to him yeah it's it's up to him. Like everything that's happening right now, like even you right now listening really? to us, like that's that's by God's design. Like that's I don't I don't know how it's gotten to this point, but we're just gonna keep doing what he told us. Yeah. I was telling Jordan this and I, I guess this is the part where we'll leave y'all with, but this is my season of it one of the questions was, When did y'all take that step into giving God your complete yes? Mm. And I feel like Right now, I'm in that season of giving him my yes again, Ooh. completely. 
And I told Jordan this before the <laughs> before the EP. And I said, this is my season of God. We offer no resistance. Ooh. I, I offer no resistance to your will, no to your plan, to what you want to do with me. God, you have my yes. Every morning. Mm. Every morning that this is my season of God, you have my yes. Whatever you want to do, let it be done. I know for a little bit there, I took the yes back, but but take my yes again. Mm. <laughs> take my yes again. Take it again. Take me to the king. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that, that song came to my mind. But no, yeah, to answer that question, that's when I, I think right now I'm really back in that mode of giving him my complete yes again. Yep. Same um, here. So, yeah, so I, I, I definitely say that. Yeah. Um, let me see. I think we we really hit. Yeah, we hit some good stuff. Not for real. we we hit most of it. We could be honestly be talking for an hour, but I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like, hey, cut could, y'all loose. This is a little too long for me anyway. We could keep going for real. Yeah, no, yeah. So we we got more coming, but yeah, yeah do we give them everything? Uh, I feel like we kind of gave them a good look. We like, gave them, yeah. Kind of like who y- we y'all are. feel like y'all know us a little more. I hope so, but we were strangers, so I hope this is a <laughs> little step in the door. Um, but now, yeah, you gonna tell me your relationship status? Why? <laughs> Why you got coming out like that? Married. But no, like, I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm married, married to the yes. Whew. I'm all in on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what relationship status. That's what it is. Purpose. My purpose is calling. Yep. I had to pick up the phone. Had ooh. I had to pick up. I had to it pick was up calling. I had to answer. <laughs> had to. What's your relationship status? You, you good? <laughs> I'm married to the yes. Oh yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. No, sounds like good. Real sounds talk, good. Dog. Sounds good. No, 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 sounds no real good. talk. I'm big. Hey, hey, you good? You good? You bro, good, you I'm good, not. Good. I'm single. Don't bro. don't even don't even cap on a pot. We ain't, got, <laughs> we, ain't we ain't even gotta do that. I am all. single. We ain't get that at all. But no, yeah. <laughs> what what you gotta leave the people with? What you gotta leave people with? Um. What you gotta leave the people with? God's grace is enough. That's for you. No, so no real talk. Someone someone listening need to hear that. That's fire. God's grace is enough. I don't know. I just feel like I need to say that. His grace is enough. And I'll say this. Give him the yes. Stop running. You don't have more time. You don't. You don't. This is testimony service. And let this like this is let this be yours. Like right now, this was a day. This was a week. This Wait. was a month that I said you that you said, God, I offer no resistance. I offer no resistance. Make this a day. I offer no resistance. Not tomorrow. Yes to your will, your way. Not a month right from now. now. Not a week from now. Right now. Right now. That's your work. Take it. Receive it. But hey, man. Hey, <laughs> Say, man. We appreciate y'all again. Thank you for tuning into Death River Podcast. Stay, stay you. you. Stay real. Stay, stay humble. humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Yeah. Much love. Much love. Much love. <laughs>